Hi there, this is Tony Reese, and welcome to a brand new podcast series, Humanizing Profit. And this is going to be a very, very informative podcast. I'm here with the infamous <laughs> Craig Poole, and I'm really excited to talk to you about this powerful approach that you have used to be very successful in business. Thank you. Absolutely. You've identified along the way, as you have built these businesses and been at the top of your game for over 50 years, you've identified a, an approach where you humanize all transactions, correct? Right. And that Everyone. impacts profit. And every time. Yeah. That's how we turn places around. Absolutely. And I love that human approach to things. And I think with this podcast series, for us to be able to lay out to other business leaders how they too, doesn't matter what type of business they have, can humanize profits in this approach that, that has been identified? That's our dream. It is the dream. Our dream is to share our success so other people can be successful if they like this formula. You've had a very uh, esteemed career and a journey along the way. So if you could tell us a little bit of your background and how you've gotten there. Well, thank you. I've been uh, in the hospitality business about 50 years and uh, I've had a lot of great teachers. Um, some of the best teachers I have have been a waiter or a waitress, or it could have been a, a guest, or it could have been a bus person, and sometimes it might have been someone higher up than me. But I learned that a long time ago that the people at the point of impact, the, the center of influence of the jobs, they carry the most information. So a lot of my life has been as an entrepreneur, but I've been vice president of a few companies with a lot of hotels. I think I ran 64 hotels once, 30 some once before. And we built some hotels and owned them. And we uh, owned a very famous jazz club, one of the top 100 jazz clubs in the world in Pittsburgh for 17 years. And, uh, and we continue, I took what I've learned from the street, maybe street smart, uh, people been down and out and learned is how do I help them become more successful and these people that have been down and out and that we've humanized and people that I've I go to fix a hotel because they've been beat up corporately beat up uh, where they're giving more money to the shareholder and none to the employee uh, and we've we've re reversed that and we took care of the employee and then the shareholder got more money at the end they still made more money every time, every time, every hotel, every business. Um, and But I learned it from the people that you would be most unsuspecting of. It wasn't from the higher-ups, because um, typically they, they've lost contact of that. And just to share that for one second, in, before 1978, if I've been doing this 50 years, I worked a lot before 1978, I saw in, a, in the world how people, they humanized business back then. Everything was good, everything was happy, people were making money. And then around 78, when things got a little crunched in, in cash, they called this, they had a new word called shareholder value. And they dropped the human impact, the human part of hospitality or business, and they were going to shareholder value to keep the businesses alive, which is smart. The problem is, this has been going on for over 40 years now, and businesses got right, but they still do all shareholders value, and nobody's doing 
human value and people that were they're pressing people too hard they only have capabilities of doing so much work and it, and it gets worse and worse and then i go i get hired to come in and fix those hotels and i go in or businesses where i i bought a business out of bankruptcy and we made a lot of money because we went and humanized the profits our place not my place not shareholders place our place because we the people who work there are the ones or the engine that keeps the business going that gets the shareholders the value eventually you are currently the president of Reading Hospitality Management and president of the Doubletree by Hilton Reading. Right. But prior to that, you were at another establishment and you were thinking of doing this and you and I had a conversation and you had said to me, I really don't want just the hotel to be brick and mortar. This new... Exactly right. Right. You needed the heartbeat. It needed to be a community heartbeat and I visualized that in that conversation of this facility this 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 heartbeat in this community and you've achieved that so as you've come along the way over these 50 years how did you get to that point where it became so important to look at the human being in order to have the transaction what can you give me some stories sure of how that happened Maybe sure. in some of the other establishments you've been in. Sure. I, people are important. <laughs> and everybody in any business, if, if, they have a, if there's a job for them, then they should have that important job. And, and what we talked about was heartbeat and pulse. Yes. The two things. You've yes. got to have a heartbeat and pulse. The city did not have a heartbeat and pulse ready. Mm-hmm. And I said, we will put a heartbeat and pulse in there that's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And when we do that, the city will change because it has to have a pulse and a heartbeat. A business has to have a heartbeat. They just, you know, in two minutes, when you walk into a clothes store in the mall, a drugstore, a gasoline station, you know in two minutes whether there's a heartbeat and a pulse when you walk inside of that. That's what success is. That's why people come back. They're not going to come back if it doesn't have a heartbeat and pulse. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're not, they might come back once or twice, but it's not going to have a life. But everybody goes back where there's a heartbeat and a pulse, and they see it everywhere. When they see it in your, your guests, when, they, when the guest sees it in all your employees, this is what they want. There's a guy named Walt Disney. He did pretty good with heartbeat and pulse and happiness and engagement. This, it's what we do. It's what Costco's does this. It's not, we're not the only people doing it. We're one of those people doing it. You know, I talked earlier about um, um, Chick-fil-A. You know, recently I have a friend that sat at a Chick-fil-A near here, and he counted the cars for lunch. There was 327 cars that went through Chick-fil-A, and the Wendy's across the street, they had seven cars at lunch the same day. Why? One had a heartbeat. One was selling hamburgers, fast food, and one was selling chicken. But that wasn't the chicken. It was the heartbeat and the pulse that people cared. So inside that building, of course, they had more employees. They probably had 20 or 30 employees at the Chick-fil-A. They probably had two because they were giving shareholder values to Wendy's, but not Chick-fil-A was giving shareholder value to the, the, the guests and the employees. They weren't frustrated. They come back. For me, I go into a hotel and immediately I try to find where's the ticker. 
where is it working? Who's got it? And then we look at people and say, okay, you have this job, but where do you really, where do you really want to be here? Well, I'd want to be, I, I like my job, but I'd rather be in laundry. Okay, just put you in laundry. And then they're happy. It's finding happy places for people. It's finding people that really want to come to work and they want to make a difference, like inside of this hotel. It's hard to get a job in here now if you don't want to make a difference. And if you just come to this to work at the Doubletree and you just come to work, you won't fit in because everybody wants to make a difference. It, has, it, it becomes live where I can't wait to go to work. I can't wait to change people's lives. I can't wait. I'm empowered I, to get somebody a, a glass of water or coffee or I'm empowered to go talk to somebody. I'm empowered to make their dreams come true. When we do that, the dreams come true for that employee, for the, for the guests, and for us. You are expanding people's freedom and giving them free will to think. Right. Because I may come to you for a job and never have been in a culture where I could think creatively. So it's also the hiring practices, right. the engagement practice that you're talking about. Right. So when we hire people, we tell them the story what it's like to work here, that if you need to be run mechanically, as I call it, with all the rules, we're probably not going to fit. But if you want to be in an organic environment like this is, where there's, it's, um, where it's, you have a lot of freedom, you have a lot of empowerment, then you'll fit here. So not everybody can do this. And some people like to sit with a in a factory and they do well but they might not do well here because we're ever changing because hospitality is ever changing um i but i think you can apply this in a factory too i do because you still have people working in that factory and they they also have a heartbeat and a pulse they, that they you do. can they you do. can foster and they can still love each other so inside of here one of the first things we always talk about, or a few things, is being selfless. If you're, if you're selfish, most likely you're never going to be happy because people are not happy when it's all about me. So when they're selfless, there's a happy moment because now the focus is not on me anymore. It's on my coworker. It's, on, it's focused on the guest. It's focused on the purveyor. Whoever that is, then the pain isn't there. Of The lonely pain of being selfish is not there. We talk about unconditional love, that you can, you can be mad at somebody. Something bad can happen here, an argument. You, you've got to pull the person out and look at the act. So we're always taking, whoa, whoa, slow down. It's the act. We don't like the act. We can love the person. And when you do that, you can solve a million problems um, without a lot of argument or debate because now you're talking about a thing and not a personality and a feeling. Again, there's teaching. There's a teachable moment. There's a lot of lessons here that go into this strategy of humanizing profits. I think you've given the key ones away so far as far as the overarching strategy, which is looking for the heartbeat and the pulse and then fostering that. You can't humanize something unless you look for that heartbeat and pulse, correct? Right. You can't exactly. do it. No. And then you have to have a strategy in order to do that, and that's the profit piece, correct? 
It is. Yeah. Okay. You will make more money because you're not going to have turnover. People are going to be more productive and honestly productive. In fact, we have many conversations now about not about adding more people because people have so much capacity to go to work. We have to have, be very aware that this is not, we're not machines, we're people. And if I can keep people motivated and I can keep them in a good health and a good surrounding at their homes, we're going to be a lot more successful. Companies forgot that. They forget that they have a home. They forget that they have children. They forget that they have a life outside of here. And we have to be all rounded around, surround that employee, every employee, and every employee is different. So we have to be different to every employee. There would be some business leaders, business owners that may push back on that and say, but Craig, I can't worry about the personal life of my employee. I have to worry about the health of my business first. So how would you bridge the gap between that thinking and does this strategy help to do that? Sure. Well, if you don't have a healthy mental work environment, you're not going to make as much profit as you could. People think they can make so much profit because it's it's a goal, but they don't know what they're missing in profit. It's what it's not what you see and not what your plan is, what you're missing. You're missing a ton. There's a ton of money out there and people want to come and spend it with you, whoever you are, because they like you. They think that you're making a difference in their community and people's lives. People will spend more money. They'll stay, they'll come here to stay longer. They'll tell more people and you're more successful. People want us as leaders and business people to make a dent in their community. Not some little thing that you do just at Thanksgiving, but a real dent. And Mm -hmm. the dent is the people that live in that community. Well, you've been asked many, many times to speak about what this secret to success is, the recipe for you. Right. What is it? And I think for you to put together a roadmap for other business leaders to help them understand that human piece uh, and wrap it around profit is incredible and we can all learn from this. What can we expect from this podcast series from you? What's going to happen? Well, you're going to help me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to talk about how to humanize the profit through, and profit being performance, the P is performance, the R is how do you be resilient because you've got to be really resilient. You've got to believe in this and have, I call it the fire in the belly is resilience because people are going to try to knock you down and people are say why it doesn't work and you have to keep getting back up and believe in the in the process which we do and, and we're winning you have to have opportunities you have to talk about different opportunities that we have and new ways new opportunities not just opportunities selfless opportunities which there's a million selfless opportunities there's a there's a few really highly thought of selfish opportunities that everybody wants but they they're already copied we want to talk about freedom, freedom, not just for yourself, but freedom to the more freedom you give away, the more freedom you have to become free to do the things that God gives, the gifts that you, he gave you to do and gifts that they have to do. If you don't give someone freedom to be creative, you're stealing from them the gifts that they have. And some people might say, well, you know, they want today companies want to hire robots and they actually have robots that do jobs. now. I don't work, live in a robotic world. You know, this is freedom, but the people who made f- robots had freedom to make the, the robots. There and was some, and that's there was some innovation. Yeah, <laughs> but, the, but, the, but they used the freedom 
and then they take it away. We want to be talking about innovation because innovation, not everybody has it, but people get it. And we're, we're going to talk a lot about innovation, which is the I, and the T is the transaction, the transaction, the human transaction and the strategy of making profits. So we have P for performance, R for resilience, O for opportunity, F for freedom, I for innovation, and T for transaction. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next uh, few weeks about humanizing profits. And we're going to learn as we go, and maybe people will call in and or write to Tony and say, why don't you talk about this or give us a subject or mm -hmm. some ideas that you might have so we can express your ideas about humanizing how you humanize profits. And if you don't agree with us, um, you can send us that so we can at least answer that. But this, is, this works and it's a kind way of making money. It does make a lot of money in the long run. You have to be resilient. If you're not humanizing profits in your business today, it doesn't happen overnight. But I will say that I've went to many, many hotels because I, I fix hotels for a living that have been um, marginalized or in a bankruptcy. And they've, I've turned them all over and made lots of profit. And sometimes it takes two years, three years, sometimes one year. And sometimes you might hit right, right away, but it will turn around. You know, I think I can go to any hotel anywhere in the United States and turn a hotel around just by humanizing profit. The people who ruined the hotels, they have to get it. You know, the mm -hmm. people who allowed it, the, the senior management, the ownership, sometimes they have to change. They have to be the chain um, because they allowed it to be, uh, become robotic and not humanistic. When you have happy people, and you see like, like here in downtown Reading, number one double tree in the world. There's something magical and there's something that we're doing that people should, we would like people to come and learn. We have hotels coming here now. Uh, there's, there's three hotels have come and visited us to try to see what we do and mirror what we do. But you have to have, a, you have, to have the concept of, of humanizing. It can't be about me and quick money the money does come in and it comes in in droves. I think we have to let it lay right when you said the number one double tree right. in the world in Reading, Pennsylvania. Right. I think you have to hear that, really right. hear that. There's a strategy that you are going to be sharing with the world and business owners, leaders, management, anybody. You can take this mentality into your personal life as well. Well, that's a that's what we do. Right. Our goal was to not about the hotel, not just about the hotel. We, our goal has always been if we can get into the families here in our community and change their lives, it's, it can only benefit the hotel. Right. And if they, if they can't afford to come here, the people surrounding us want us to, there's cheer, there's so many cheerleaders. There's so many people in every neighborhood in the United States that want the underdog to win. They want it. They don't know how to do it. So we have to help lead it to that. But we are changing lives inside of the people that work here. We're changing their lives every day. For, that's a guarantee. They could walk in the door. In fact, you can see it when you walk in the door. Not just in two minutes, but every minute you're here, you'll see, uh, you'll see human transaction going on. That's incredible in a city in Reading, PA. The moments of truth are everywhere here. 
and humanizing transactions, humanizing profits. This is going to be a very, very important podcast series. And Craig, I'm really looking forward to taking this journey with you and facilitating this information from you. It's going to be some really great work. So I think what we'll do is we will, um, the next podcast, we'll talk about performance. Absolutely. And we'll tell stories of what we're doing here. We're not the only person in the world doing things, but I can only speak of what I'm doing. (laughs) So it's not going to be some philosophical thing. It's going to be, here's a story that happened inside of the hotel that we'd like to share and how the success was or a failure. And by doing this, we're going to get better too. The teacher always gets more than the student. Mm -hmm. And we teach what we need to learn too. And we do. And we can stand up to it. And if you're locally and you come in the hotel, and I hope that you'll see that if I talk about it, I do it. Well, this podcast is Humanizing Profit. I'm Tony Reese with Craig Poole. Until next time.